You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... On 15 November 2022, the world will mark an important milestone as the global population surpasses 8 billion people. You heard that right. Today, humanity welcomes its 8 billionth member. Our Population Commission says that the symbolic 8 billionth baby, Venus Mabansag, was born right here in Manila at the Dr. Jose Fabella Memorial Hospital. The UN has yet to confirm that as of this recording. When the world population reached the 7 billion milestone in 2011, one of the many symbolic babies chosen by the UN to mark the occasion, Danica May Camacho, was also born in the Philippines. We'll probably see several 8 billionth babies welcomed across the world today. The historic moment calls for celebration. Population growth is a tangible sign of our collective success in improving the living conditions of everyday people throughout the world. That's Maria Francesca Spatolisano, the United Nations Assistant Secretary General for Policy Coordination and Interagency Affairs. She was speaking at the July 12 press conference held on the findings of the World Population Prospects 2022, or the latest edition of the UN's Population Estimates and Projections. But the 8 billion milestone also brings important responsibilities, and highlights related challenges for social and economic development and environmental sustainability. China has, as expected, the biggest population with 1.43 billion. India is just slightly behind with 1.42 billion. And believe it or not, half of the world's 8 billion humans live in just seven countries. That's China, India, the US, Indonesia, Pakistan, Nigeria, and Brazil. Now, 8 billion is a mind-blowing number and might even cause alarm for some. But one of the UN's key findings is that while the population continues to grow, the pace of that growth is slowing down. In fact, we're seeing that in the Philippines. Ngayon, meron tayong 110.3 million na bilang ng populasyon. That's Dr. Juan Antonio Perez III former executive director of the Commission on Population and Development here. Contextually, 
this is not what the population we expected we would have this year, no? Nag-project ang Philippine Statistics Authority that by this year, 2022, yung population should be around or over 112 million. So we are around 2 million lower than our expected population. This is a trend we've seen since 2017, when the fertility rate or the number of children per woman dropped to 2.7 from 3.3. Dr. Juan Antonio says this is due in part to better access to contraceptives. That is probably a sign also na nagwo-work to some extent yung family planning services sa health center. 2017 is the same year former President Duterte signed an executive order allowing the full implementation of the reproductive health law. And then, in 2020, the pandemic struck. Dahil sa continuing decline ng uh, births, noong uh, 2020, bumaba ang bilang ng nanganak from 1.6 million the year before to 1.5 million. So, slight decrease in the first year of COVID in number of births. However, noong 2021, bumulusok pa further ang bilang ng nanganak, 1.3 million na lang. Globally, the UN says we're seeing the slowest birth rate since 1950. And the Philippine population, while slowing, is still considered booming in comparison to other countries. In fact, we're one of the eight countries expected to contribute over half of the projected population increase by 2050. So where exactly does that leave us? Well, alam mo yung overpopulation is a term that we do not use no, in our program. Because ang, ang ibig sabihin niyan eh, sino yung over? Yung over, hindi sila kailangan. No? Para sa amin, each person is wanted. Each person has value. So uh, what we say is, yung kakayahan ng pamilya, and we look it at the family level, ah, ano ba yung kakayahan ng pamilya na suportahan, bigyan ng panahon, ng pag-aruga, ilang anak ang kakayanin mo? And if those are the metrics we're using, then the Philippines still has plenty of work to do. We should be very conscious na marami pa rin kababayan natin. Actually, those in the bottom 20% of the population in terms of economic capacity and also yung bottom 20% in terms of education. And yan ang pinakamahirap na Pilipino, no? yung mababang income, mababang education. Sila ang malalaki ang pamilya. So they are not able to exercise yung responsible parenthood, even if they wanted to. We'll pause here, but when we return, Dr. Juan Antonio talks us through the significance of this particular juncture in our population growth. Despite the challenges we mentioned earlier, there are upsides and opportunities worth noting as well. Ang ating population ay may window of opportunity. And uh, this only comes once in every country's cycle. Ano? All countries reach a stage where the families, yung fertility rate goes down. And that is what I was talking about. Former Popcom chief Dr. Juan Antonio is talking about the steady rise in our working age population 
or those aged 15 to 64. It's now at 63.9%, according to the Philippine Statistics Authority. The period of window of opportunity will only be there for 10 to 15 years because eventually our population will start to age. By 2035, we will have 14% of our population over 60 years old. But of course, this 63.9% figure doesn't represent the number of people actually working. And as Dr. Juan Antonio has stressed, the clock is ticking. If we don't move fast enough, we might find ourselves in the tricky position Japan is in today. Alam mo, yun yung naging problema ng mga bansa katulad ng Japan. No, na lumaki ng husto yung kanilang older population, hindi pa sila handa para sa servisyo doon. We also have to prepare for aging. And people have to work because mag-iipon ka sa pension para may pension ka pagka ikaw ay mag-retire, ay hindi ka na productive. Otherwise, it is a big drain on on resources of government to support no, your aging population that has more health and social needs. So what should we be doing in the meantime? They talk about jobs, jobs, jobs. No? So gusto nila maraming jobs na create so more people can be employed. But it's also important that we have quality jobs. That means yung education system natin, yung technical vocational system, must be aligned to empower women and young people to get quality jobs. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez-Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. To learn more about reproductive health and rights in the Philippines, tune in to the Season 3 premiere of Puma Podcast Show, Conservative Ako, on November 16. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to give Teka Teka and Puma Podcast a 5-star rating on your podcast app. It really helps get the word out about our show. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.